I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And I am here with my friends, Jackie and Vanessa. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and I am a big, huge Friends fan. And this, I'm excited about today's episode. It's one of my favorite of the whole entire series. And I'm Vanessa Martinez, the newbie in the group. And this episode, I don't know, Jackie. I don't know if I agree with her, but we'll discuss it. Oh, really? I think it's my favorite episode up to this point. Wow. I think it's it's great. Since the uh, 38th episode, the 14th episode of season two, the one with the prom video, it premiered on February 1st, 1996 to 33.6 million viewers. Uh, This is the first one after the big Super Bowl stunt. So 33.6 million viewers seems like a pretty good... uh, Good, you know, good return on their investment on having the post Super Bowl show. So, Jackie, tell us what happens. Yes. So, Joey gives Chandler a flashy gold bracelet, and they become <laughs> bracelet buddies. Uh, Monica needs to borrow money to make rent, and the lobster concept is born from Phoebe. She uses it to explain that it will happen between Ross and Rachel because we're kind of just like we're at. A, we're at a standstill with their relationship right now. And an old prom video brings Rachel and Ross together. Finally, it happens. <laughs> I really liked it. I mean, I had a couple of problems with this episode, which we'll talk about, but I, I really liked it. I thought the ending was so good. I, I just, and, and honestly, I didn't quite see it coming either. So I, I think that was, you know, I'm very excited. I think this episode is mistitled though. What do you think it should be? The one with the gold bracelets? No, it should be the, the one about the lobsters. Oh, uh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Given the recap that was given by Jackie and looking at what we have to talk about, it was a good episode, but maybe it could be the fact that I haven't seen all of the episodes that I don't know what to compare it to. I only have, oh. up until now, 37 episodes before this. So what's your favorite episode up of these first 38? Huh. That's a tough one. I think maybe when uh, the first episode, I would say the um, last episode of season one and the first episode of season two, because that's where we see Rochelle really take place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I but thought- I mean, I'm, I'm really happy that I know what lobster love is or whatever that is. <laughs> The lobster concept. Yes. <laughs> but where did she come up? <laughs> I, okay. So this is where it comes. So this is what she says. She says, it's a known fact that lobsters fall in love and mate for life. You can actually see old lobster couples walking around their tank holding claws. So that's when she explains it. But it's actually from one of the writers, Alexa Jung, I think, or I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but it's from one of the writers who actually her husband said it to her. And so that's how she put it into Friends. Is that for made for life? I haven't fact checked that with me, you know, but I, I would like to think so. <laughs> the problem I have with this is if they're in the tank, they're about to get eaten. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's so true. talking about the tank at the restaurant, right? Where you pick the lobster mm-hmm. you were going to so okay. hold together in there. The answer is found. Okay. According to New York Times, as it turns out, lobsters don't mate for life, explained Mr. Rear, a video editor in New York. Actually, male lobsters in particular are rather promiscuous. 
Oh. Lobsters do have a, a monogamous bond, but it only lasts for two weeks, said Trevor Corson, the author of The Secret Life of Lobsters. Oh my gosh. This can be considered monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I just liked it because, I mean, this line, like, he's your lobster. It's just such an iconic line for friends. And then there is merchandise for it with mugs with that quote on it. It's just like there's so much that goes back to this episode. I, I did just, not know that. Yeah. Shirts, mugs. I've seen it because I've I've shopped it. <laughs> See, I really do like the whole Rochelle mm -hmm. storyline on this. And I like the prom video. Mm -hmm. I love this lobster concept. I thought because I'm as soon as she said it, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I get it. She's right. They're 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 soul. It's a funny way of saying soulmates, I guess. Right? Mm -hmm. It's Phoebe's way of saying soulmates. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just I thought it was lovely, and I and, you know, makes me love Phoebe even more. And Ross tries to explain to Rachel. Yeah, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. But that's the thing. Only Phoebe can explain it correctly. When somebody else tries to explain it, it just doesn't go well. <laughs> even, even though she doesn't have a long-term relationship at this point, she still is understands relationships better than anybody. And yeah. knows when they don't work and breaks up with the person in a way that it is like, this isn't working. This isn't the right relationship. So let's, I love you. You're great. But let's move on. Maybe it's like those people who are like are really good at coaching a sport but can't play a sport at all. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know several because I coach volleyball as well. I know several of the coaches that never really played, but they're actually really good coaches. So yes, those do exist. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Were you guys digging the gold bracelet? I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was too. It's I don't come up with something like you know his like his father or his uncle or somebody had a bracelet like that. Yeah. That he just thought was the coolest thing when he was a kid. So he, now that he's got a little money, he's making money. He uh, thought he'd get Chandler. I thought it was very sweet. He's like so proud of it though. I know. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? Especially when it comes from such a good place and you know, we're bracelet buddies they end up being, but still it's like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, but I think Chandler did the right thing. He wore it. He was a good sport about it. It was just unfortunate, yet funny, how it all played out at the end. Yeah, has, how he lost it. Has yeah. anyone ever given you guys a gift that you didn't really like, but you, or a piece of jewelry you didn't really like, but you wore it anyway? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 yeah I have. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no detail, I guess. No detail. I will say my husband, it's not, yeah, my husband or anything like that. Maybe like a a family friend or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I do have like pieces of jewelry that I never wore mm -hmm. uh, just because it wasn't my taste. Yeah. Yeah, but I do like the friendship. So one of my necklaces I wear a lot is from the Giving Keys and me and my friend Viviana, it, they're called um, Friendship necklaces and she has the same one and it's like a little mini key with the word love written in it and so i enjoy the concept that joey and chandler were going with this with the bracelet buddies because i think there is a way to do it that it's like not so not so like, big yes exactly like my necklace you can barely see it it's like it's and it's not flashy so well i think it's you know the flashiness is one thing but the, i don't think 
men, particularly straight men, do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it kind of reminds me of those times when we were kids and we would go to the 25 cent machines and we would get one of those BF heart um, yeah. necklaces. The broken one and then they put it together. Yeah. Okay, you guys are going to think I'm really stupid, but oh they had one at PetSmart recently oh and God. one was a keychain and one had a little like doggy necklace. Oh my God. So oh. there's like a B and an F, and I got it for me and my dog, oh and she wears it on her collar, and I have it on my keychain. Oh my <laughs> That's our bracelet, buddy. At least mine is with a human. No, <laughs> oh, that's cute. Hey, <laughs> just kidding. I'm okay. Layla's amazing. I'm not for Caesar, though. Sorry, Caesar. <laughs> oh, no. oh, his wedding ring is your forever friendship. Forever. Right? Yeah. Yes, he could always add more if he'd like <laughs> <laughs> more flashiness more diamond aerial like that yes <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny the other thing i thought about this episode i thought it was james burles is back he directed this episode and you can mm -hmm. just tell it's it's compact it, the timing is good it's, mm -hmm. it's really well directed i think and, you know more so than some of the ep other episodes that we, we've seen more recently so you know, I think he's a testament to him and how he plays that comedy and emotion kind of back and forth. He does a really good job with that. And I feel like this episode also, like, sometimes you see episodes where they don't really focus on anyone, but I feel like this episode focused kind of on everyone or played a part in everyone. You see Phoebe with the lobster and how it affects Ross and Rachel. Then you see Ross and Rachel's storyline, even though their storyline was the most prominent in this. But then you also see Monica's parents, they're back. And then you mm -hmm. kind of see, I don't, we don't really see, I guess, much of Chandler. Or yeah, mm -hmm. no, the bracelets, of course. So yeah, so everyone was prominent, I feel like. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. chocked full. It's, it's, a, it's a very, there's a lot going on in the episode. I mean, the early scene where um, Monica's still trying to get the job and she has to uh, she does the interview and Chandler down as a reference and then she has to sell it for the creepy I, I think this is, was a brilliant scene because I think I mean you guys tell me women certainly are going to relate to that because oh yeah you're in a situation where you've had some creepy guy do some creepy thing and you're like Screw this, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, several situations, not just one. <laughs> You're like, okay, and I'm off. <laughs> you just like, it, it, you need to take like Monica does in the in the show. You like, you just take like a shower to just get it off, you know? Because it's just, it's sometimes some people just don't have that line where they don't know what to cross or not, you know? Yeah, but I think he like handled, it, I guess, pretty well. Like she just laughed. I get kind of awkward in those situations. Yeah. Well, like, as we all do, you know, I would just, I just kind of like say, okay, and then I just leave. <laughs> it's so weird. I remember like one time, it wasn't like for a job or anything, but it was more of like me walking and then some guy saying something. And I don't remember uh -oh. what, I think he was just like, oh, do you want to like hang out yeah. or something? I was like, I'm sorry, I got to go to church. Like I literally <laughs> said that and I don't know. <laughs> guys can't call me I'll get feisty back at them and then they'll like not know what to do because they don't expect a response and so and then by other instances yeah I just leave you know if I, I have a conversation it's important to put that out there because I think as I mean as a man it shocks me that that happens 
Yeah, still yeah. does. Mm-hmm. I got, mm-hmm. I got, I was wearing a mask in the grocery store actually this week, and then I got woo wooed, and I'm like, I wanted to go over there and be like, did you just woo woo me with a mask? But I just avoided them. <laughs> I know somebody who was actually running, um, and then somebody cat called them, and they fell and they broke their leg. <sighs> oh. Oh yeah, that was a very long time ago. Thankfully, they're fully recovered. Oh my but, gosh. yeah, the wow. disrespect, yeah. yeah. It's so shocking to me that that happens. Yeah, it happens. So I'm glad that it's in there because it does put it out there. Even though it's in a comic way, it's still an experience that women, particularly younger women, mm-hmm. go through and have to deal with. And it's just, mm-hmm. particularly in the workplace, I mean, it's yeah. worked hard enough and you got to deal with that. You don't need all that other crap on top of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. just, too much, and then poor thing. Then she, her, she's gonna have to ask her parents. If her, I thought Ross was pretty funny too. <laughs> she didn't want to take money for him because he'll be you know, like feel awkward and around him. And he goes, "Well, you already feel that way about mom and dad. Ask them for money." Yeah, <laughs> but then they want to turn her room into a gym because she doesn't have all those trophies stored in there. That yeah, Ross has hilarious. Yeah. Well, because he's the golden child. He's always right. been known as the golden child. And so Monica feels that throughout. And I think that's probably why she needs more control in her life because she's always felt that need to like, you know, up to Ross, you know? So I think it's funny that they always put that in, in the way that Jack, 10% of your paycheck, where's it go? In the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of going through it in a similar way right now with oh, my parents, but not okay. because of the whole like golden child thing. So I don't live with my parents anymore, neither does my sister. My mom is trying to make room for more things now that my niece and nephew have come along. They like to claim our old rooms as their rooms. And my mom also is trying to store her things, or my parents are now storing things in our old rooms. So every time I go over, my mom is always giving me a box, or she's always telling me to take something. And it's kind of... I don't know. Like, I know I have some stuff left there. Majority of my stuff is here, but she's always trying to give me something. And I'm always like, Mom, why are you trying to move me out? Like, so I'll get to it eventually. But I probably won't. Yeah, during quarantine, my mom has been organizing the garage as well, but she knows she can't give me boxes because I have no space because I live in a studio. So she's like, I'll just keep yours here. But my sister <laughs> gets boxes because she has a house with kids. It's yeah. so funny. I mean, we've all been through that. Do you still have parents at your house or boxes at your parents' house, Jason? Um, yeah, there are some things that are still there. And now they're just relegated to the attic because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not taking them, but I, you can't get rid of them either. <laughs> I think that's like the token of being, one of the tokens of being a parent. You just can't get rid of some of your kids' stuff. <laughs> and so, you know, someday, you know, hopefully it's a very long time from here when I have to clean their house out, I'll go through yeah. that, you know, that, yeah. that. You know, that's going to happen, but not anytime soon. Unlike the Gellers, who just bring it all over and plop it up uh, in the living room. Right. Yeah, my parents haven't done that. They just Mm -hmm. expect me to take something every time I go. (laughs) All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the prom video and the climax of this this episode. And honestly, I did not see this coming. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, we're back, friends with friends, talking about the one with the prom video. And I got to say, there's so many funny moments in this, but when... Chandler and Phoebe are in the, in the coffee shop, and Phoebe goes over to him and goes, "Hey, there's a uh, woman checking you out at eleven o'clock." And uh, Chandler sees it, and she goes, oh, "I'm ready for my penis." So she thinks she's being all brawny <laughs> like a like a man. Very funny. Yeah, it was just so funny how it just backfired once he whipped out the bracelet, and the girl saw. <laughs> ah. How funny. <laughs> Yeah, but I loved. Okay, so the title of this whole episode is the prom video. How did you like the flashback, Vanessa? This is the first time we're seeing the very first flashback. How did you like it? It was good. I liked it. I like. I don't know. It made me love Ross even more. Just seeing that he was so attentive to Rachel. Rachel kind of made me upset because she thought, you know, she was obviously better than him. But in reality, like. I don't know. She was just so mean to him at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. because when he was trying to explain the whole lobster scenario, you know, she said, no, just accept it. He's like, accept what? You know, no, it's not going to mm-hmm. happen. And mm-hmm. the end, just seeing how it all turned out great in Ross's favor. It was amazing. I liked it. All because of the video. Mm-hmm. All because Monica's parents brought her the box. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that goes with you, Jason, because you didn't expect it because that's what we saw earlier is that conversation when she says, I'm not yours to save, you right. know, we are never going to be, we're never going to happen except that. And so you think from that conversation, it's not going to happen. And then this video comes along and it the changes everything. So good too, I mean, she says, you have to accept that. He goes, accept that what? And he goes, no, accept, accept that. that. Mm-hmm. And it's just... That is a very profound moment. This is over. You need to move on. Done. Mm-hmm. We can be yeah. friends, but that, that's it. I'm not, when she says I'm not yours to take care of or to worry about or whatever, to save. Mm-hmm. to save. Yeah. That was really profound. I mean, I thought, and it's Rachel, you can tell she's had all this, you know, she's thought a lot about this. this is yeah. not, she's just saying flippantly or off the cuff. She's really thought about this and it's, it's hard for her, I think, but it, it is what it is. She's she was hurt, and so she had to move on. But you know, things change with the video. The only thing I didn't like about the video, and I get the the whole joke about Monica being heavy when she was mm-hmm. young and all that. But I felt like it was too much with her holding the sandwich. Yes. So that's actually a very controversial topic throughout the whole entire series because they reference Monica being heavier um, several times and when she was fat. And then it goes to the flashback and she's not even that she's not even that big, you know. And so it kind of goes into this, you know, the 90s when I think that that look of being super skinny with the supermodels, you know, was very in. And so when they showed Monica, they thought that was big. But Nowadays, that's that's like a normal woman. So I think that was very controversial too. So 
I, 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 I get the idea that she had, and, and by the way, she is so skinny in the uh, <laughs> the episode there. I mean, she is yeah. real thin, but mm-hmm. it was just, it was too much. Do the weight thing fine, but you don't have to add in that she's hungry all the time and, you know, yeah. you know food obsessive. And I, I do feel like that heavy people are, are the last thing, the one thing you people still, it's okay to make fun of, fun of people with weight issues. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, exactly. That's why a lot of people. If you, you know, just you know, heavier, fine, but you know the the food thing. And then there was another reference. She even says it at the end. I'm hungry when he's in. Um, Jack's trying to get her to dance. Mm-hmm. I just I thought it was too much. It's a little overkill. And you didn't, then, didn't have to do that. To mm-hmm. do, get your point. Didn't, yeah, and I. Whatever. And I mean that too. The joke. I mean that with um, Joey's like, oh, some girl ate Monica. And Monica goes, the camera adds 10 pounds. And Chandler was like, okay, so how many cameras were actually on you? Uh, you know? been, I mean, that was bad enough. But then the sandwich and then the talk about how being hungry at the end of that. Yeah. It was too it's much. A little too much. A little too much. But I did love her dress. <laughs> her dress was so good. <laughs> they nailed the 80s so perfect with this prom video with Ross's curly hair and mustache and then Rachel's dress and uh, Monica's dress and it was just hilarious and where they shot that obviously everything's still on the Burbank lot but I actually walked those stairs I went into that house that was part of the Friendsgiving tour and I have a photo and we'll post it on our Instagram um, of me sitting on those stairs because I was like that's the the prom stairs you know where Ross looks down and sees Rachel off with Chip because he was going to replace Chip to go to prom so so that when Joey says, "Hey, Mr. Carter," uh, that's yeah. "Welcome Back, Carter," a oh. show where the teacher had that kind of big hair, and frizzy hair, and a, and a heavy mustache. And in the last episode, Julia Roberts make, says Gabe Kaplan, who's the actor who played Mr. Carter, oh. about the uh, the actress with the mustache. So there oh. are two Gabe Kaplan references in two consecutive episodes, which is interesting. Jackie, when you sat on the stairs, did you play on the keyboard? (laughs) (laughs) No. It was completely empty. So those houses are built so that they can be dressed and with set designers, you know? So it was pretty empty, but it still still looked like it did when they shot this back in the 90s. But, I mean... It was just cool to be in. It's it's all open, you know, because they have to fit all these cameras and lights in there. But it was so cool to be there. But no, I did not play the keyboard. I can't believe. Wait, you noticed? You noticed what about the keyboard? I know. I know. I knew the song that he was playing. Yeah, I was like, yeah. How did you know? It's that? like classic, and I always hear it at like weddings or parties or something. It's, but I didn't. It's Axel F from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, I wonder if like he knew. I wonder if he knows how to play the keyboard. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. I, I, I still like don't know what song you're talking about. No, <laughs> Google it. It's really yeah. It's no. called Axel F. It's named after the Eddie Murphy's character Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, I've heard it so many times. Yeah. Wait, Jason, do you know the song? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's very popular in the 80s. You're the only, the only one. one. <laughs> For once. It was very popular in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Did anybody notice in Monica's apartment the wooden arc that was in, in by the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Was that yeah. always there? It was yeah, there, and then it wasn't. I feel like I feel like there, knows. There's an extra beam that pops up, but um, that whole wooden thing is there throughout the whole series. 
Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm, I I'm with know. you. I it comes and goes. I beg to differ. Yeah. No, the the main part of the arch is there, but then there's an extra beam, and that pops up every now and then. We'll discuss so, this in the next episode. <laughs> what is the beam there? Well, yeah. When is the beam there? When is the beam not there? Yeah, because <laughs> it, it was just distracting. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But did you guys know in the fridge, in Monica's fridge in your apartment, in her apartment, she actually had water there for the whole cast mm. that people could just go in. It was like a working fridge. Oh, wow. interesting. So it was fully stocked with water. I didn't notice that. Yeah. What I, what I did. So back to this prom video, mm-hmm. I like that there had to be something like from the past that had to bring the future of Ross and Rachel back together you know and that is she's just watching and when her face when she's watching the video when ross is you know getting dragged to replace yeah it's just like it's it's so she's just so like what like maybe you see her realizing okay maybe i should be with him look how long he's been going after me and how much he's in love with me and then the cross the the walk from the living room to the door was like 10 years long. <laughs> it was just so perfect. It was, like, it was perfect. The kiss. It was so beautiful. Well, I'll watch it again. That Rachel, neither Rachel nor Monica knew this happened. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But, see it, and they're just so, it's, I mean, my stomach hurt. Yeah, yeah. My stomach hurt, and then when she was walking, right, right, Jackie, when she was walking across, my stomach was so hurting because I'm like, oh my god, what's uh, what's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? <laughs> but then it seems like Bronze's parents knew all along. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe because they didn't think. Yeah, you're right. They, but they probably didn't think. They don't know what's been happening with Bronze and Rachel throughout. You know, so yeah. But I, so I was a bit of a hard ass. You know, when it's the list, I'd be like, nope, I'm done. But this this would get me to be with him because it's just, it's so sweet. And it just, this is, this makes my heart melt. I just love it. And then Phoebe says, see, he's her lobster. And that's like Ah! the bow on the present. (laughs) The cherry on top is everything. (laughs) Uh, I'm just so happy. Yeah. I love a big ending. I love a good finish. You know, yes. give, me, give me a good ending and I'm in. Oh, yes. And now where's it go from here? It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Be in bed. That's where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect little joke at the end. They cut to <laughs> Monica's watching the rest of the video and then they cut to Jack and Duty in bed. Oh, my God. So gross. <laughs> 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 next day. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts? Any uh, favorite moments? Mm, One thing Mm. I did notice when they, when Chandler apparently loses a bracelet, Rachel mentions that Gunther finds it and Gunther was standing like right there, but why didn't Gunther say the line? Like I found it. Yeah. That was my only thought. Yeah. Um, But other than that, no, no final thoughts. I mean, I will put this up there because you guys say it is great, but I will compare it to other episodes. Yeah, I just, it's, it's, I'm a, I, this episode turned me into a romantic. I'm not much of a romantic, but this one I'm a total romantic. I thought it was so sweet. Because he made oh, the perfect. list. He made the list that still gets me, but this episode changed my mind. This is like one episode. That's another episode. People I know. Mistakes. You got to give a yeah. vibe. 
No, that's that's why. I I, I would accept Ross after this. <laughs> I mean, he knows right. who you are. I mean, David Schwimmer. No, I don't look. At him. <laughs> I don't look at him that way. <laughs> All right, coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends. Ooh, Rachel and Ross. Yeah, you know. But you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> so, lots to talk about there for sure. So, if you like this episode, please subscribe and give us five star ratings and leave nice comments. Follow us on Friends with Friends podcast on Instagram. Give us likes. See you next time. <laughs>